Yo, 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 what's poppin' world? It's your boy Ricky V, and you are now tuned in to the Everybody's an Expert podcast. We are in sunny South Florida, Miami Beats with it today. I got fellow expert Robert De Niro. We got Melo in the building. Melo, say what up? What's going on? What's going on? You, we got your man Dex Ocean. Yeah. And our special guest today, we have from Seattle, Washington, we got Kurt Dirty <laughs> in the building. From the Homestead. West Coast. From Homestead. The, o, the OG West Coast pimping. Homestead via Florida City, <laughs> via Seattle. Via. Do you do you even feel like you a West Coast uh, boy no more, or man, are you a Florida so boy now? now, man? Fifteen hard ones. So. <laughs> you holding on to that accent, though. 15, yeah, you he, holding on to that uh, accent. I, I gotta, gotta that, have something to bring to it. The know? accent hasn't gone. So um, we are one month in with the podcast. One month, yeah, one month that's anniversary. That's big. That's big. That's big. Right so now. we uh, came down to Miami and. Rook we have a. We're in a studio today. We reserved the studio. This might be our new home, and uh, so we're gonna get into a, cu- a couple podcasts today, and uh, hopefully you guys like it. So today, peep the shirts though. Peep the shirts. Oh yeah, we peep got the, we, peep the shirts. <laughs> we rolling. We gonna have the merchandise for you too. We got the dad hats. We got the t shirts. We gonna have the joggers. We gonna have all that so, for so everybody. How many episodes I need just to get a little, a little at least a tank top before I get the shirt. Uh, now you we'll, we'll see after today's episode. We'll see you if we're gonna keep it. We gonna, we're gonna, gonna be hundred views. We'll give you a discount yes. code. Hit you with yeah, the discount code. So with discount code. <laughs> all right, good. With being a month in. And having over a thousand listens now, surprisingly, I honestly didn't know we was gonna roll out and be this successful so quick. But uh, yeah, so over a thousand listeners, and um, so now we get, you know, we got to get some money, so we got to pay pay these bills. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got uh, today's episode is brought to you by Genesis Gin. Uh-huh. Genesis Gin is a barrel finished gin crafted in South Florida. I've never really been a fan of gin, but this one right here, this really hits the spot. This is. One of the, what do you want to, what do you mean? Tell some people about the gin. Tell them. Yeah, no, it's a barrel finished gin means that, you know, gin is typically clear. This one's uh, aged in uh, in oak barrels, which gives it that smooth taste. So anybody who's had it says that is, it, you know, it's, it's a lot smoother than the, the usual gin. And I love the bottle style. The bottle style yeah. is amazing. And you can find a like gin this. anywhere in uh, South Florida. Well, Florida, no, all the way from Jacksonville down to Miami at Total Wine uh, Liquor Stores. Okay. You just look for the big G. Exactly. <laughs> big Keep it G. G. So today's uh, our first episode today. We got Kurt Dirty here because we're going to talk about uh, a lot of things going on in the sports media and the sports was. It's been happening for a while now with uh, guys getting suspended and getting in trouble these days with like domestic violence or disciplining their kids. We saw Adrian Peterson go through it with his son. Now we're seeing the thing with Tyreek Hill. And uh, I just felt like we needed to touch on how how. It's changed. It's evolved now that with the whole disciplining kids, you can't really do much. You could get in trouble. You could get arrested for practically anything nowadays. So really, the whole game has changed. So now I brought Kurt. Kurt, he has a teenage daughter and he has a a son. How old is your son now? Seven. Seven years years apart. So, yeah, he he he's really, really well versed. He's a perfect person for this because we got to He has a teenage daughter. First of all, that's got to be rough. I don't know. I want to be I want to have all boys. I don't want to I don't think I want (laughs) to have girls. So. um, So the first thing, uh, Kurt, I met Kurt. What would it be like 10 years ago? I'll say FIU. We was. Yeah, we was in the um, same fraternity. And uh, Sarah's been Sarah's in the in the in the backdrop. She's been around since day one. What what do you got? Oh, <laughs> my bad. And uh, so yeah, so the first thing I want to start with is a is a question I had for Dex the other day. 
I saw on the news a girl, a lady got arrested. <laughs> she got arrested for sending her son to school in an Uber. So I wanted to, and me and Dex were, yeah. That's real? So, yeah, it was real. That's crazy. So me and Dex were yeah, arguing. That, that girl is crazy. I can't believe like she would do something like that. I brought it up to Dex. I told him about it. And he was like, what's wrong with that? She was saying she she was she deserved to get arrested. No, I no, said he she, said no, it was I, okay. I, yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, but how old was the kid? It's five an elementary old, five, school. Five, five, five years old. Five, five years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, uh, Kurt, would you ever send Gordo to school in an Uber? Or would Sarah be okay with that? <laughs> so first off, <laughs> I really don't like trusting my kid in nobody's car. I, I mean, yeah. even with his mom driving him, sometimes I I, I still a little bit worried. You know, Whoa, <laughs> shots it, fired! There's no shots though. It's just it's just that protective father mm-hmm. figure type yeah. thing. So. So when you got your kid with you, you feel the most confident, right? The most protective because you have him in the car mm-hmm. or her in the car with you. But you send him out on the road, you never know what's going to happen. We just left our son right now with a, with one of my uh, buddies swimming in the pool. You never know what's going to happen, yeah, that's, right? Yeah. But you're trusting that this guy's going to look over him. But then again, now let's think about, like, speaking from Dex's behalf when he's saying, hey, it's cool, right? Yeah. Think about this, though. You send, People send out their kids every single day on school buses. Right, whoa, brought that, up. Whoa, that was one of his key whoa, points. Whoa, Do they have seatbelts? Did you ever wear a seatbelt on the yellow bus? Never wore a seatbelt. I don't even my know if they had seatbelts yeah, on the yellow bus. Nah, never. never. Parents, Maybe nowadays it evolved a little bit. I yeah. don't know, but my parents didn't even know the school bus driver. That was his thing. You don't even know the school bus driver, but I'm saying an Uber is completely different. Nah, the other I day, I took an Uber to the airport. And I took an Uber pool, save a couple bucks. You know, you got you to <laughs> keep that money in your pocket. But, uh, Regardless, uh, so I'm in the Uber. It's me, and then uh, it's a white lady and a driver. And he's talking about um, how he was like, "Oh, I got arrested," and talking about all this stuff. So you don't know what type of Uber drivers you're getting. So you're telling me that it's okay to send your kid? Well, yeah, I, I actually think so. I mean, you know who the Uber driver is, and you can yeah, watch the path. You got right? the GPS, so you right? Know exactly. What if I if, if I'm a, if I'm a psycho school bus driver. You know, once you drop me, once you drop your kids off, you don't know where I'm going. You you think I'm going to school mm-hmm. because I'm contracted by the school, but you don't know where the hell I'm going. You can't watch the path. You don't know what's going on. So you telling me that you were gonna have your five year old daughter, and you're gonna let her? See, you see, how you put the five year yeah, daughter. Yeah, daughter, daughter yeah, you gonna have your little terrible. daughter. My, my son gonna man the fuck up. <laughs> Right, my but, son gonna man up But you say I'm saying you're gonna Put your little Five year old daughter And you're gonna Open the man. door To the Uber for her And you're just gonna Send her on her way Is what you're saying Hey oh, it's, it's tough man It's That's that, a tough decision To me that person that. Deserved to be arrested That's foul You they got arrested for that They got arrested for that That's different though That's different That don't make Yeah that, so, what if, so what if I send them down Like just with a neighbor Or somebody else Like I understand you know them a little bit better or whatever, but it's yeah. still like, what's the difference? Just because you know the I'm person? I'm going to tell you the difference. So when you got an Uber all the time, do you get dropped off where you want to get dropped off? How you know that person's not going to drop off that kid mm. in the middle of the street? Oh, yeah, we're here. Come get on, out. bro. You, it, it's, it's a kid. Nobody's doing that to a Well, I mean, yeah, you do have psychos right. out there, but I mean, it, it, it can happen in, in any form, any form. Mello, what you think, man? We need you to chime in. I, I was about to say they should do a, a, a different version of Uber for, for kids. But then I'm thinking that might attract the wrong individuals <laughs> to, to do the service. But yeah, I, I think it's a tough it's a tough situation, man. Because with Uber, uh, with a bus driver, you're right. You don't know who that person is, where they come from, what they're doing. You have no tracking of where the bus is. You know, with the yeah, Uber, nothing. at least you have the GPS. You can it pings you whenever they get there. So, 
Yeah, I, I guess when I have a kid, I'll figure that out. <laughs> I know I'm gonna I'm gonna be probably just like you. I'm gonna be very strict. Yeah. I'm gonna be want to be hands on on everything. But exactly. uh, yeah, I think the person deserved to be arrested. I don't, I just don't see. I don't know. Dex's household might be different, but I don't see that going down in my house. Yeah. But uh, moving forward, I want to talk to you about. So you have a teenage daughter, and that has to be one of the roughest years. I, I would say. I think I remember my sisters growing up and my parents and whatnot. So with disciplining kids and whatnot and the whole Tyreek uh, Hill situation, how do you feel about it? Are you still in the old school mentality or how we grew up? I don't know. How, I used to get ass whoopings. I used to get beat downs. I don't know I about think, you. I feel like everybody at the table been through that mm-hmm. that beat down process. It, it, it is a different era just because yeah. of the because of social media, because of outlets of, you know, different ways to, to view it or hear about it. You know, we used to read about it in a newspaper. Yeah. But who read a newspaper? You know, right. Yeah. So, d- disciplining your kids, though, it really, there's so many variables to the way you raise a kid. Like me, I have kids, right? I have two kids. Yeah. But I can never tell any of you guys how to raise your kid ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's different variables. Yeah. There's you, the, the individual father, the mm-hmm. mother. There's the kid. You know, they talk about nature versus nur- or nurture. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's really a combination of the both, always. There ain't no one or the other. Right. And so there's that variable to it. Then it's how the kid, how they really are. And then there's what is the instance, what's going on and what situation, you know, what it is. But in that situation, yeah. what you're telling them, you know, open up, hit them in the chest or whatever. And So I want to get more into the actual like physical portion of thing. Do you yeah. feel like it's acceptable now? Do you feel like people are are shying away from it more? Or do you feel what do you think about that? Just because of laws, for sure, yeah. people are shying away from it. Um, it's not the same. You can't. You spank somebody on the butt in public, yeah. and then actually, you know, child like, protective services at the door. I have a little brother. The way my father raised me and my older brother was very militant. Very, you know, you're in bed by nine o'clock. You wake up. You do this and do that. And I have a little brother. He's ten years old, and my father's never touched him. I yeah. mean, he's never even. Mm-hmm and grabbed him up nothing nothing. like nothing and the kid's a good kid he gets straight a's he's not a bad kid at all um and and he says that you can't because they to the the kids that go to school the teachers ask them if they're getting hit or they're getting touched by their parents so they'll they'll say you know if your parents ever hit you let us know and there's been people at my at my little brother's school that got their parents in trouble but the kids pretty much snitching on their own parents but what, so with that being said, do you feel like parents should be allowed to do it? Do you feel like they should be getting in trouble if that's the way they choose to raise their kids, that they want to put their hands on them? I, I think you should. I think you should be allowed to if, if uh, I mean, in moderation, right? You don't want to abuse a child. But if, if you want to smack them a few times for fucking touching something or doing something not supposed to do, 100 percent, you have the right to do that. I, I think so. There uh, got to be a my bad. You want no, to I'm definitely in agreement with Melo. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm in agreement as well because there got to be a, a fine line, whatever, even if it's a, a gray area, whatever it is. But abuse is one thing, right? Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I think just like common sense, you see things going on, whatever it is, like abuse is abuse. You know, whether it's mentally, mm-hmm. whether it's, it's, it's physically, whatever you're doing, you know, that's abuse. You know that. Right. But if you just go over there and spank your child's butt a couple of times because, you know, yeah. you need to, you know, you need to chill out. Or, you know, like, hey, yeah. man, I'm playing with him, you know, hit mm-hmm. him in the chest. Whatever it is, yeah. you're not sitting there trying to physically harm your kid and and wanting your kid to know, hey, I'm not, I'm here to harm you. Right. You're showing your kid a little bit of discipline yeah. to stay in line. And you're letting them know that there's consequences different. for bad behavior because in life, right, they're going to go and do some fuck shit. And if they've been having parents that wouldn't discipline them at all, they're going to, you know, they're going to have to deal with that at an older age. And that's it's a different situation at that point. And real quick, too, um, 
and I'm saying this, but I'm not the even the disciplinarian in the household. Oh, <laughs> <It's my that's, laughs> I'm kind of the, the one that they go to when they get disciplined. <laughs> so I'm, but I still agree with it though. Yeah, I, you, I think it needs to be there in some form or fashion, but never ever. I'm not letting nobody, my wife, anybody on the street, <clears> another <throat> kid, nobody abuse my kids though. Abuse yeah. them, right? Yeah. But discipline them is a different thing. So, so what do you think uh, about um? Is there a cutoff age if if you're into or if you're if you allow actually physical discipline, is there a cutoff age as to how old the last beatdown could be or the last real ass whooping? Yeah, Do you I remember think, your last ass whooping? How last, old were you? My last one was probably like tenth grade. Like my dad What was it for? Do you remember? I don't even know. I think when man. you can talk yourself out of it, you're too yeah, old. Right? Yeah. If you can if you can explain yourself correctly and thoroughly, I think you're you're too old to be getting hit. Do you well, remember one of your last ones or no? Nah. Do you remember? Kurt? My last like so here we go. I know he's gonna remember. <laughs> I don't remember, man. So I my mom that. just kinda like our household, my mom was kind of the one to to throw them things. So I just remember being in middle school one time. This yeah. is I mean, she's probably hit me plenty of times since then, just randomly. Right. But I remember we were at um, a theme park over in San Jose, like Great America or something. It's like some little random theme park. And I was just being like a little, because I had my girlfriend at the time down there yeah. with us and all my boys. I'm just being a little shit. And she's just like, shut the, f-, you know, just telling me to shut up and be quiet. I'm like, nah, I don't want to go do that. I want to do this. Leave us alone. You know, I'm trying to be with my boys. Be, you yeah. Know? And then she just got so mad, she just turned around and swung the bag and bam, hit me in my chin. <laughs> and it had a cup in it, though, like a one of those souvenir mugs or oh, whatever. Yeah, 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 my yeah. thing split wide open. Ooh, you oh, know, but you I was can't bleeding even say that. No, she just like, yeah. I'm just like, all right, I shut up, though, you know? <laughs> but so, that's one of the last real times I remember, though. I remember my last real one, and I don't, I don't think it, my dad wanted to give me this type of ass whooping, but it was more so because my sisters were there and he was trying to set the tone to know. So my last real one, and I remember vividly, I was, it's funny because I told him we were doing this and I told him I was going to bring this up. And he was like, man, I didn't even hit you that hard. What you mean? But um, so I was about probably like 14 or 15 years old. And so I was in my room and I was like not having dinner with the family for like two days. And I was just kind of, you know, Rebel. creep around the house. So I went out to the kitchen, got my dinner, and I was, you know, scurrying back to my room. And he's like, hey, hold on. My mom, my dad, my sisters are there watching TV. And he's like, hey, what? yo, come here. What is that? And I'm like, well, what you talking about? He's like, hold on, move your neck. And I was like, oh, shit. And I had a hickey on my ah. neck. And uh, <laughs> so it's because my sisters are there. So my sisters are younger than me. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, it can't be acceptable. My sister, he got to set the example. And then he pulled me in the room and it just went down in there. And I was like, damn. <laughs> but uh, so with. They listening in like, nah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, was no like, hickeys. nah, this is not no hickeys. There's no. I don't. I think they that, they didn't have boyfriends for a while after that. I think they that set the tone. See, see. I felt like your dad was proud of you, but he had to know yeah. this shit right here. Yeah, nah, this not rocking. Not flying in my house. He probably says up to another like, hey, look. Nah, he didn't give me no dab. He might, he might have <laughs> went to, he might have went to sleep good at night. Like, damn, yeah, he's doing, he's doing his thing. But uh, <laughs> you told me he let you have it that day. Yeah, he did. Talk about that was salt. I ain't hit, ain't hit you that hard. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. So um, that's funny. But with that, with the whole going into this, the dating things and whatnot, you having a teenage daughter, how hard is that? How, what do you feel about boyfriends and allowing that? Is there a, a age where you allow to have boyfriends and stuff? I thought about yeah, that myself, so, but I'm uh-oh. hoping to get boys. I'm, but we'll see I'm, what the I'm, how old is uh I'm looking over here now? to the to She's seventeen now. She's seventeen, so, so I'm sure. All right, so uh, obviously uh-oh. that's 
from Uh-oh. from where I came from and how I was as a teenager and even young adult to having a young teenager, young adult, yeah. almost a young adult, it's tough to have a girl. And you guys probably are fearing it probably to the <laughs> mind, right? <laughs> because you know that there's people like y'all what? Their high whoa, whoa, I used to be in high school, you know, <laughs> bro. So every, you know, guys in high school, boys in high school, we're just running around, little you know, bastards. Just <laughs> <laughs> little punks, man. I can't, I, I can't see a little kid coming in my house. Like <laughs> that looks just like you. He walks up looking just like you. Yeah, if I saw me walking the door, nah, <laughs> he's man, talking man, way too smooth to you. Like, what's up, pops? Don't call me that. So you know how I mean you know what I'm getting at. So last year she was 16, had her first boyfriend attempt, right? Right, attempt. But, <laughs> like that. But the way that we raised our daughter, she's really like kind of like how you said your sisters are, just super like you know kind of like just reserved and yeah. you know really cool, good girl, checks in all the time, doesn't really doesn't do the party thing, hang out at her friend's mm-hmm. house. Everything's at our house, kind of like I don't know. She's really cool, good in that sense. So. This time, I guess she's, you know, she's like some boy at school. She wanted to, she's like, hey, you know, she brought us together. Like, hey, do you mind if I had a boyfriend? So she right. actually came to us with that, it. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's I like really that. Good. So if you want to treat your daughter like a young lady and re- with respect, you're not going to just, you know, dead it right there. You're right. going to say, listen, why? First, mm-hmm. you know, why do you want a boyfriend? You're like, what's the point yeah. of it? Yeah. You know, I want to really know what she's thinking. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So... After a little conversation and that, and she's kind of just like, hey, you know, whatever, I just like him, and whatever, he's cute, or, you know, he's on the wrestling team, whatever the hell. <laughs> so so I was like, all right, invite him over. We're going to meet him, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Comes over. We meet him. Wait, 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 wait. What was the first impression when he walked in? How so, you yeah, yeah. So, look, I'm about 5'10", right? He's oh, coming in about... Six three. Oh man! You know what I'm saying? He looking you know down saying? on you with the good yeah, jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like a straight up little pretty boy, but he's you know he's into sports and stuff. You Flawless know, in skin. shape. <laughs> so, uh, so at first when I, I met him, I, I kind of talked to him. Was like, listen, so what's going on? You you like my daughter, et cetera, Going through that whole thing. It's like, listen, I don't mind if you guys date, but I'm gonna tell you, real as it can be. You know this ain't going nowhere. You're not going to have Facts. a relationship outside of, you know, past this. You never know what school you're going to go to later or what you're going to do after you graduate or, you know. You gave him all of this. Hey, that's, 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 you that's gave, heavy. You that's gave heavy. this kid I, all I gave this. it the first You gave him all this game. That's heavy. First, I was like, listen, both of you guys you is going to get. Down. One of you guys for sure is going to get your heart broke. But you're both going to break up at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. I prefer not be my daughter. So you better not do nothing stupid. You know what I'm saying? If you guys break Was up. Was he sweating? Like, no, he just, you know, like, yes, no, sir. he wasn't sweating. He knew he could fold Kurt up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, hurry up, man. Get this yeah. shit. We out. <laughs> so, um, but he was he was cool about it, and she was, and she understood. I was like, look, school first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't going to be no funny stuff where you guys up in the room chilling, watching movies, Netflix, all that crap. <laughs> nah. None of that. But I mean, so, you can be. So how was it when you were growing up? You was allowed to have. Well, it's different. You're a guy. You're allowed to have girls in your room. See, door that's closed. what I mean. And I know, man, even if, you know, if the door You're closed. You're persistent or at 14. At, the, <laughs> at 14. Once there's nobody around, is you know, is there's no way I'm letting my daughter get susceptible to that situation. Right. You never know what can happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let her, you know, and plus, she's so young. She's only 16, right? 
She's only, a, you know. 17 now. Yeah, she's 17 now. She's yeah. just starting a junior junior year, right, babe? Yeah. Just starting her junior year. So I'm not going to be letting her go through all that right now. So, But you guys are lucky because uh, I don't know. I never had that conversation. I never met a, uh, like, when I was younger and I was dating uh, girls, I, didn't, I never had that, like, sit down where the father brought me. I guess that's new, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. That's another thing I respected about the boy as well because he was a, you could tell he was a good boy at, you know, in the sense. Like, yeah. hey, at least he, he was getting, I asked at first, I was like, yeah. what kind of grades is he doing? What does he do? Is he on the football team? He went along with it. If he's on the football team, nah, I ain't going for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's yeah, wrestling. I was like, all right, he's a wrestler. What's wrong with the football players? I'm just saying, I, I hung out with the football players and the hoop players. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing good was going on yeah. in them locker rooms. <laughs> <laughs> what Anybody about, I hung out with, she's not going to be dating with. So, um, What about you? Uh, so, Melo over here, he's about to get married and couple more months yeah, yeah congratulations seven, Mello. seven and, months and i'm right sure now. right after that yeah. you're gonna roll out into having so, kids so what is your what is you and that's idea are you on the same page yeah. with dating and, and well so here's the thing right i didn't so I, like many men right we we want to get a boy right we want a boy and then my dad recently told me he was like man i wish miguelito you know i, I wanted a girl right i wanted a girl i'm like well, why why'd you want a girl on the third time he was like yeah because little girls care about their fathers more they they, they stay in your life till the end and that started getting me thinking. I'm like, man, that's true. I wouldn't mind to have a little girl. But then that opens up this conversation. Like, how am I going to react when right. she when she brings a, a, a young, respectable boy <laughs> to the house? How am I going to react? And I like to say that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But you can't call it, right? Because if it was up to me, she's not going to date anybody till she's 18. Is that realistic? The house. So, no. And you know how I know? That's because uh, uh, my fiance has um, three, triplet nieces, right? They're... They're nine right now, mm-hmm. and they're constantly checking her to see if they look. If she looks at them as their little girls, they'll ask them, you know, wh- wh- where do uh, where do babies come from, and then or, or, or what sex? They'll just ask her, and then when she gives the answer, they kind of give a look, like, okay, you still look at me like I'm a little kid. But that just tells me that they know what's going on. Yeah, right. She right. was like, well, what do you know about sex? And one of the girls, uh, one of the nieces said, oh, it's when uh, the 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 girl dances on top of the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, these girls know exactly what it is. And it's it's coming from the phones, right? It's coming from yeah, the right. internet. And somebody showed them. So you could keep your kids sheltered, but there's going to be some little dickhead at school with some dickhead parent that doesn't have an eye on them. And they're going to teach them and they're going to spread like wildfire. Like, look what I look what I just discovered. Well, I feel like because there's no discipline going on in the, with the kids right now, kids are just going to be running wild, right? And I feel like, like you just said, I don't feel you can shelter your daughter I think they need to be able to see and make their own decisions because I feel like a lot of kids that that, that get raised when they get sheltered too much, and I seen it when I grew up or the way you know when I was yeah. coming up, girls that get sheltered too much. Those were oh, the man, wild ones. They yeah, wild, but, but and then I see the ones that you know that you know you give a little leeway, you let them live a little like how Kurt is doing, and sir, what they're doing, like all right, look, just be respectful, whatever, whatever. You could do this, you could do that, but you set boundaries, and right. then it's uh, it, you know you build trust over over time, and they not out here just running you, crazy. You still got to make the go with what he's saying. A thing you can't be the super strict parent because as soon as yeah. they turn eighteen, and you send them to college. They in their freshman yeah. year in oh the dorms. But but I do agree oh that God. you still got. You can't let them make the, all their own decisions because they're only fifteen and they don't know shit. I They've mean, only been conscious God, for five years, four you're years. You're a god to their decisions. So yeah, like you, you, you make you, the majority of their decisions. And you you guide them, but. If you let a 15-year-old do whatever they want and be free, they're going to end up, like, 
you can't. They so, can't be too free either. Is 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 a balance? So they're so manipulated my, in one way or another. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna get young It's a cold world. So so how do you tell your daughter when she's 15, 16, 17 and she's she wants to do whatever? Yeah. How do you discipline her what, from doing what that? What I'm well, so what I what I know what I'm gonna do with all my kids is show them. Uh, uh, what like I, there's a bunch of good documentaries out of children that go down fucking terrible paths, and hopefully they, they you know, they're receptive to that, and they watch it, they make their own decision. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to end up like that person, right? Just by showing them, because you can tell a kid, don't touch the stove; it's hot. Don't touch it. until they touch it. They're not gonna, they're not gonna take it in. So my plan is is also to again, I don't have a plan right now, but, <laughs> but what, because because well, we can all say all this and that, but when it's all said and done, you have your little daughter looking at you with her eyes open, and she's fifteen. She's saying, "Dad, I want to do this or whatever." You might fold, so you don't know what it is. But I want to show her. Like, look, look at this document. Look at this. There's a, there's a, you guys ever seen kids? Yeah, I have yeah. seen that. That's sick. That ruined my life. That's a at sick a young movie. age. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't have kids it, at thirty two because of that movie. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was, I was terrified of STDs and having kids and all that because of that movie. And that was me. So if my if my daughter has half my brain, she might she might be the same way. Right. Mm-hmm. Make conscious decisions. So with with talking about the uh, hard discipline or not letting your daughter do so many things and maybe going to college as a freshman at 18 and wilding in the dorms. But talking about college, I want to say, are you a proponent for what now with the social media and how everything has changed and evolved? Like a lot of people are saying you don't need to go to college. You don't need to get them student loans. You don't need to dive into all that debt. Instead of going to college, you should people have the idea that you should just give your kid that money that you are going to plan on spending in dorms and all that and let them try to do a, a business or something that they have a passion for. Right. Something yeah. to have a passion for. Even if it fails, they'll learn so much in doing that. So are you a proponent? Do you want your kids to go to school? Do you feel like they need to go to school? Or do you feel like nowadays you don't need that? So this is this is a perfect question for me because I've been doing this for the last couple of years or since she was in ninth grade, before she went to ninth grade. This is the thing I told her straight up. I said, you got multiple choices to do. Yeah. What you, what you want to do after you get out of high school. And they're all going to have their different pros and cons, right? One of them, you go to school, you get good grades, you get scholarships, you go to college. If you don't get scholarships, you're paying for college. Mm-hmm. But you find something that, like you said, you got a passion in and you're interested in, and you, but you want to make that your passion, you go to college for that, get a degree in that, right. and go for it. But then you're going to have a lot of debt and a lot of things are going to, you know, there's, there's, you never know what, how the future is going to be, you know, a few years down, you know, five years from now. Yeah. Like, what's the competitive landscape going to be with other yeah. graduating, you know, uh, young people at, in college? So you can do that route. You can always go into the business route. So the way I look at that is, hey, look, if there's something that you really have a passion in and you want to do it on your own, you know, you can be your own entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But study it now. Understand what it means now to right. start a business, to how to, to develop and grow a business. And I'll help you with that either way, direction you go. Yeah. Hey, you can go into a technical trade. If you, you see a lot of the people that are paying no debt, they're getting paid to go to school and they're working at the same time. And they're getting all the knowledge they get, and then they're coming out of that making buku bucks. Yeah, so you can go into a specialty trade, whether it's, you know, hands-on, something like that. But what are the cons of that? Hey, it's hands-on work. You know, it's dangerous. Um, and then, shoot, you can go to the military if you want it, right? Yeah, that is <laughs> right. You, you can do that's that. That's dangerous, too. Yeah, and that's dangerous, but then it has some of the same it has pros, pros for yeah. it. Or you can just, you know, be like a lot of these people out here not doing nothing. Yeah. Go get you a job at Mickey D's. Go get knocked up. Do low, whatever it is. Low risk, you, low reward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, that, and it really has with risk and reward or 
if you really are dedicating it and putting it for yourself. It's like, yeah. hey, is this what I want to do? Are you ambitious or not? And I yeah. can't make you do anything. Yeah, but I can guide you. But so what? What would you prefer though? What is your what was what is your idea to? I have two preferences. Yeah. So if you're gonna go to school, I want you to be something great. I want you to do something that the world needs, mm-hmm. but something that you're ambitious about, something you really like. So my daughter just told me many times that she wants to be a doctor, be a pediatrician specifically. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, you want to go for that? That's fine with me. You know what I'm saying? It's going to cost a lot, but it's going to pay off in the end. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to do for the rest of your life what you want to do. And, live and you're going to be helping kids yeah. right. for yeah. the rest of your life. But my, my second choice, or it can be vice versa, would be to start your own business mm-hmm. and something that you really like and be your own boss. Never have anybody tell you what to do except the, the market conditions you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and other external forces that drive the business. So with that, yeah. since the beginning, this is what I say for parents, though. It's not just the kids themselves. You're not going to just say, hey, uh, whatever, young Dex, when he, when he graduate, little Dex Jr., hey, go ahead and here, here go, you know, Hunter Racks, go ahead and start a business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and blow it. No. You can. You can do that. But the way I'm doing it, and this is especially with my son because he's younger, and when I started doing this, I did it from he was born, is I'm investing for him. So I'm putting money away in index funds that grow over time. Mm-hmm. They also you can look at um, like what what's called dividend champions that have perpetual growth that add on to the the amount of uh, mm-hmm. funds that you the, the the yields that you get back. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of really accelerate your growth. So basically, I'm putting money into that every single month. Every time I, every time he has a birthday party, anything that we get, any kind of extra money, I put into that. And over time, by the time he graduates, it's gonna have X amount of a, a dollars. Dollars, now. right? And I said this is for you to either leave in there. And let it continue to grow, compound, 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 (laughs) or you can start your own business, do whatever the heck you want to do with it. But it's yours. But he can't just take it. He can't just take it out and blow it though. Those are the uh, Kurt Dirty gems right there. At at eighteen, what age can you take it out though? It's not a. It's not a. uh, It's not a four hundred one k obviously, and it's not an IRA. It's an actual stock fund, an index yeah. fund. So those, you can take it out whenever you want. Those are the gems. They, went a, they went a little over my head because I'm not in the thing. I but feel uh, like at 21, he would be more aware of the, you know what he wants to do. At 18, he might just. <laughs> so anybody that's having a. I, I'm going to advise him, obviously. I'm yeah. not going to be like, hey, take mm-hmm. it out. Any but, new parents, you feel free to holler at Kurt. I'll put his phone number in the <laughs> bio or this description. So you Because that was a lot of uh, gems he just dropped and gave us right there. Now, I, I want to hit Mello real quick about it because you are an entrepreneur and you have, you know, rolled the dice and done a lot of mm-hmm. things and invested in yourself. So I, I wanted to see what was your feeling on that? Do you feel like you want your kids to go to uh, college or do you? So so th- this is an interesting one for me, too, because I went to college. I took out thousands of dollars of student loan debt. And when I graduated, I, I was a big proponent of fuck school. Fuck this. I, right. you know, I never, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur my whole life. So I've been doing businesses and trying to get money. I try, I've been trying to get a dollar from somebody my entire life, whether it was, I mean, we've been through it before. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So since as far back, I can remember, but the truth is that not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur, right? That that's not for everybody. And it's like a buzzword that we're all throwing around nowadays. And that's the truth is that it's not made for everybody. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being passionate about something and being an entrepreneur. Right. So the way I look at it is now that I'm even older now, I'm 32 now, I see the importance of school. Right. When you're growing up and and getting your fundamentals and really the point of school is to get you to learn how to think. Right. How to communicate and how to think. 
And before I didn't, I didn't like college after I graduated, but I said, you know what? If you go to a college that Kurt said, where, where it's something that's going to be that you're going to use in the future, fine. If you're going to take out student loans, again, I'm not for debt, right? But I do think that college is good for, you know, teaching you how to think, how to communicate, to network with people who are going to be successful so you can have your, your network once you graduate, right? But what I'm going to do with my kid, I'm going to encourage them to do what they're passionate about. And that doesn't necessarily mean, let's say I have a daughter and she loves um, I don't know, baking cakes, right? That doesn't necessarily mean, or, or drawing, let's say she's a really good artist. It doesn't necessarily mean she has to be an entrepreneur artist, right? She could go work for an animation studio, right? Because I have, I have a cousin who's an artist and I'm always like, yo, why don't you open up your own studio? And she's like, I don't care about that. I just want to paint. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, that's fine. Right, so yeah, I know people I'm like more encouraging mm-hmm. people to do what they want to do and passionate about and versus being an entrepreneur. Now, if you're good at what you're doing and you can do it for yourself, of course, mm-hmm. I'm always going to champion that. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people just dive into being an entrepreneur and not just because they're not passionate about what they're doing. They're trying to make a dollar. And it's, it's once the shit gets rough, you're like, all right, screw this versus let's say you're an artist and you like painting. Once you're doing that and you start making money from it or even if you don't make money from it, you're still going to do it because that's what you're into. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pass along to my kids. No, nah, that's perfect. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know where I stand with it. I feel like college was a great experience. It's a good segue into becoming a young adult. I feel like it was, it's really like perfect because you kind of get in that separation from being under the household, but you're not really all, yeah, all on your own. So I think I recommend going to school because just for that, just for that growing. And, and another thing, and especially staying yeah, in the dorms too, and everybody living that can't life. Make it out there, not, not only that, everybody can't make it. And even like the the school, uh, what what grade is, is Godo in right now? First, first. Yep. Um, the people I'm dealing with now, like they're kind of my age or maybe a little bit younger and they're successful. I'm noticing the ones I'm just meeting now, they went to the same private schools and their parents were well connected. They own Sedanos and all that. I'm like, I'm starting to see the value in private school also, which I've never seen before because Mm -hmm. you send your school to private school, you're paying 1200 a a year or 2000 a year, whatever it costs. I don't know how much it is. I'm sure it's something like that. Um, yeah, 12,000 a year, (laughs) I think, right? 12,000 is a thousand a month. And you're also paying, yeah, for the education, but also the kids that you're going to be surrounding your kid with are technically with par- with parents who can afford it means that they're successful. So they're doing the best they can for their kids. And you right. want your kids around those kids because when you graduate, you're going to be around those kids who already plugged up just with their parents. Yeah, they you're plugged also up pro- to the top. Yeah, yeah so everybody's the, bringing yeah. something to the table. So now I'm like, okay, where can I move where I can, you know, be close to these private schools? And this is what I'm thinking about now. And I'm like how Kurt's saving up for his kids I'm doing that now, saving up for my kids' private school just off rip. Yeah, you setting the tone. You that's a good yeah, basis to have. That's dope. That's actually something smart to think about. But um, so just to close this out, I want to say I appreciate Kurt Kurt Dirty coming sure. through and uh-huh. dropping some gems. And again, word, I word, have word. I have his uh contact information and his email in the bio, so you could he could uh school y'all on any of those index fund compound interest and S&P all that five hundred all the extra. <laughs> stuff he said but yeah i appreciate it and you know we gotta no say doubt, uh no doubt. i know it's gonna be a long a long year for your seahawks i just wanted to throw that out there real quick but uh <laughs> i appreciate it sarah thank you for coming by and bringing uh kurt right here and uh that's no, it. i appreciate it for having cool. me man, for sure that's it yeah it's this, a wrap. so this is everybody's an expert podcast and uh signing out peace we out out